Welcome to the INY podcast. Each week we will post the great messages that are preached at our Friday night services. So if you missed it or you just want to listen back again, this is the place for you. Let's get into it. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day, Matt. (laughs) What? Oh, cool. Has everyone had a good day? Did anyone get a rose? Yes, girls, you should all have your hand up because I gave you a rose. Unless you came late and then I didn't get you a rose, but I'll get you one after. Oh, Jeremiah, I lost the game. Oh, man. Well, actually, hold on. Sorry, wait. I need to set my timer, otherwise I'm going to freak out. Oh, done. All right. So, who was here last week and heard Matt talk about eternity? Had those beautiful extension cords, just to give you an idea of how long eternity goes for, except it's much longer than that. Um, But, you know, our key verse for this term is in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 9 to 11. And it says, what do people really get for all their hard work? I have seen the burden that God has placed on us all, of like, you know, the pressures of life and just going through the motions. But then it says, yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart. But even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. It's pretty intense, that verse, let's be honest. But basically it's saying... Eternity goes forever, and our tiny little human brain can't understand it, but we still have this thing inside of us that longs for eternity. And we still have this thing inside of us that kind of is like, I want my life to go forever. I want my McDonald's meal to go forever. I want, like, endless Tim Tams. Did anyone remember the ad where there was, like, the popping up, the, the genie thing with the Tim Tams and yeah, yeah and oh, all the old people? <laughs> Um, yeah, but, you know, we just want things to kind of last forever. And, you know, love, everyone say, ooh, love is just one of those things that you kind of want it to go forever, right? You want it to last forever because it feels nice and you get the nice butterflies and it's like, (sighs) just love. Love. So good. No one wants love to end. But here's the thing love is a very powerful force and it holds a lot more weight than what it's given credit for these days. And in Matthew chapter 22, verse 37 to 38, it says, Jesus replied, because people are asking him, What's the greatest commandment? You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. And this is the first and greatest commandment. And a second is equally important. Love your neighbor, basically anyone who is around you, as yourself. But, you know, the, I see, the way I see it, the, the love that's talked about here in this verse is actually very different to the love that we see today. Now, if you're in my summer camp breakout session, you're going to get like a mini condensed 2.0. So you can like yell out the words if you know them. Um, no, you won't, but it's fine. Um, but the, the love that is described in this verse here is very different to the love that we see all around us today. Because 
the love that we have in our society, it can be many things, it can come in many forms, but the main way that I think of the love that we see today is in another word called desire. Oh, sounds romantic, doesn't it? Desire. Now, you see, I love myself. I love myself. A beautiful barbecue, oh, bacon, Angus burger. It's real, guys. It's real. It's slapped together by those Mackie D's employees. Represent, I mean, not represent because I don't work there, but you know, I love, I love a barbecue bacon Angus burger. More than that, I love a large barbecue bacon Angus meal with a chai latte and a 10 pack of McBites. That is my McDonald's order for those of you who want to bless me later, okay? I eat all of it. Do not judge me. And if you do, you can be judged by God. <laughs> Woo! But you know, here's the thing. When I say that I love my burger, actually what I mean is that I want to eat it. Right? <laughs> I do. I love it. And I want to eat it. I want to consume it because it's delicious. Anyone's mouth watering? Yeah, me. I'm starving. <laughs> but you know, the same thing can kind of happen in a roundabout kind of way. Hear me out. When we say that I love him or I love her or I love my friends or whatever, we can kind of mean it the wrong way. And what we're actually saying is that I just want to get for myself instead of I want to give everything that I have. That's actually what we can mean. And desire, here's the thing, that, that wanting to get for myself, desire is actually not love. What? It is actually anti-love. It is love that's turned in on itself and it's saying, I want I want, I want for me. But love defined by Jesus in the Bible is actually not desire. And in John 15, 13, it says, Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down their life for their friends. Actually, the essence of love is giving. The essence of love is sacrifice. And here's a little thing that you can write down if you're taking notes. Love is the decision and the discipline to want someone else's good above your own and putting their needs before your own. It's not necessarily a feeling of desire, a feeling of like, yum, I just want to eat that. Justin Bieber's new song, like, yummy, yummy, yum. Well, too far? Sorry. <laughs> Too far? I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's not necessarily a feeling or desire, although, you know, in a relationship, those feelings and desires, they do come along. But love is an attitude and it's an action. And I'm talking so much more than just about like a romantic, like a Valentine's relationship. I'm talking about friendships. I'm talking about family, people that you work with, people that you go to school with, your enemies, your teachers, your boss, anyone. This applies to all relationships. Because here's the thing, our default setting as humans, 
because raise your hand if you're a human, represent, is not to be others focused. (laughs) Our default setting is our own self-love, our own desires. What do I want? What do I need? What's best for me right now? What makes me feel good? Not what is best for others. And our relationships can't be based off desire all the time. What we can get out of a relationship, because desire, here's the thing about desire, it's not made for longevity, which which means like to last a really long time. It's not programmed to be there for a lifetime, and so it doesn't actually sustain your relationship in the long run. It's amazing for like one moment, and then it goes away as soon as it gets even the slightest bit hard. And, you know, the same idea of love can happen in a friendship even. Too many friendships I see today, and even I'm guilty of it myself, are based on what I can get out of it. I'm loving them in order to get something from them. You know, for example, I'm just your friend because you're rich and you have a pool at your house and it's hot, and so I'm going to ask to come over. But I don't actually want to hang out with you. I just want to be in your pool because I'm hot. (laughs) I'm just your friend because I'm lonely at the moment and I'll just use you to get in with the popular kids and then I'll leave. I'm just your friend because you're pretty and all the hot guys are drawn to you and there we go. But this can be our motivation sometimes. I hate to break it to you. Even in our friendships, and we may not even realize it, but when you put it like this, it's absolutely brutal, and I go, yeah, I can say I've been guilty of that sometimes. Not all the time. But here's the thing. Loving is made for giving. And in James 1, 14 to 15, it says this, temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions. And when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. Whoa, that's a lot. Basically, our desires, they lead us into bad things. So... Here's a little, another thing you can write down. Desire loves to get, but love desires to give. Ooh. Anyway, that's okay. <laughs> you know, in Galatians 5, 24, it says, those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. And this is God's idea of love. That it's no longer about our desires or what we want or how we can get further in life or even what we need. We are focused on others and when we do that, our heart aligns with God's heart for us as well, which is so cool. And in 1 John 4, verse 7 to 8, it says, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. That's pretty cool. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God, but anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God is love. He is love. He doesn't just feel love or like love or have love. He is love. Like, he literally is love. Because love cannot exist outside of relationship. For me to love my burger... I have to have some form of relationship with it, even though it's the relationship of, like, you're going to be in my belly in five minutes. Not really. It's cold. I don't want it. (laughs) I'll get one later. 
but I have to have some form of relationship with it. Whether it's a good or bad relationship, there is a form of relationship there. And to love or even not to love is to have some form of relationship with that person or that thing. And relationships with humans, hate to break it to you, they're hard. They are hard. Because you know why? People's pride gets in the way. People say unkind words. People are judgmental. I'm sorry if I've ever hurt you as a friend. I'm sorry. Matt, I'm sorry. (laughs) But relationships with humans are hard because we're human and we're not perfect and we don't get it right all the time. But that's okay. Because here's the thing. A relationship with God is perfect. That is the most perfect relationship that we can have in our life, in our whole entire life. Why? Because it's only love. It is only love. I mean, you can be angry at God and he will still shower love on you. Because why? God is Love. He doesn't know anything apart from love. He is love. And so even when he sends the little red flag in your heart to say, hey, you shouldn't be doing that, he's not telling you off. He's actually guiding you in a loving direction saying, hey, you can do better. Sorry, I'm really passionate about this topic, so that's why I'm kind of yelling. (laughs) And the thing is, if you have any other idea of what, re- what a relationship with God looks like, like if that picture is anything other than love, then you don't know God properly. You don't know God. Because it says in this verse above, but anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. And God even demonstrated how much he loves us. In the verses just below, it says, God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we loved God, not that we were so perfect and we loved him, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Therefore, the best way that I can learn to love others in my life, anyone, whether it's a romantic relationship, whether it's a friend, whether it's my parents, whether it's a teacher, the people that I work with, whether it's my enemies, the best way that I can learn to love others is by first accepting the love from my Father in heaven And then loving him first and loving him best. Because just below in these verses, I'm literally pretty pretty much going through 1 John 4. It says, delightfully loved ones. I love that. You are delightfully loved. Delightfully loved ones. If he loved us with such tremendous love, which it had to be tremendous for him to send his one and only son to die for us, then loving one another should be our way of life. No one has ever gazed upon the fullness of God's splendor. But if we love one another, God makes his permanent home in us and we make our permanent home in him. And his love is brought to its full expression in us. I know that is a lot of words. But what it's saying is that when we can have that same love that God has for us and it can flow through us and we can love others with that love, We're experiencing the nature of God and his love. And more than that, we're actually experiencing the nature of eternity and eternal love. 
through our relationships with each other and most importantly through our relationship with God as well. The love of God, it lasts forever. It's unconditional and it goes beyond my love for my silly barbecue bacon Angus burger. God doesn't just love us to get something from us. He doesn't just love us for us to work for him or be controlled by him. He loves us in order to give us the best life and the best love that we could ever even hope for. How cool is that? That God loves us because he wants to love us. (laughs) He he loves us and he demonstrated that he loves us so that we would come to know him so that he could just show us how much he loves us again. That's literally what a relationship with God looks like. What? Leo and Ham, jump up. It is literally unconditional love that lasts forever forever and it will go on forever in heaven where we just sit in his presence and we just be loved by him it's so good you know um leo and him or hannah sorry not him um are going to play a little song and if you know it that's good you can sing along if you don't just listen to the words and just let them wash over you a little bit and just even imagine like As they're singing the words, it's like God's love is just coming out like a blanket over the crowd and it's just kind of falling. And just open your heart. Just if you're unsure about God's love, if you don't know who God is or you're not sure, just just open your heart and just listen and just go, God, I want to feel your love right now. And, you know, after they've sung the song, um, I'd like to pray for people Uh, who feel like they maybe have never experienced the love of God before or maybe you have experienced it but you feel like you need God's love to flow through you onto other people as well. And I think we can all use more of both of those things, which is cool. Um, Yeah, so listen to the song and then I'm going to jump up and pray for you. Deepest the seas and furthest horizons Can't even begin to speak of your kindness While I ran so far in rebellion Still you gave your life without question
was awesome. I love the words of that. It says, how deep is the love? And you know, here's the thing. God's love goes real deep, way deeper than anything you've ever done, any dark thought you've ever thought. No matter how far you think you are away from God, his love goes deeper than that, which is awesome. Um, And can everyone just close their eyes, bow their heads? You know, maybe... You're sitting here right now and you think, look, I don't even know God, let alone his love. I don't even know who he is. He's not in my life. I kind of just came here for a good time. But what you've been talking about has really impacted me and I want to know God and I want to know his love. And maybe if that is you... Would you just do something really bold and just lift up your hand so that I can pray for you? If you feel like you don't know God, you don't know who he is, 
and you've never experienced the love of Jesus in your life, but you want to today, would you lift your hand? That's awesome. Yeah, there's a few hands going up. That's great. Well, I'm going to pray for you right now. And so why don't you just repeat this in your heart as I pray it out loud. Lord Jesus, I come before you and I thank you for the deep, deep love that you demonstrated on the cross. And I just pray that you would come and fill me right now with who you are, that I would know you, that I'd be able to walk in friendship with you, and that I would feel your love. And that wherever I go, I would feel your love, Jesus. Forgive me for all the wrong things that I've done. Forgive me for the the sin that I get trapped up and caught up in. I want to turn from that and, and follow you and know you. Amen. And if we all just kind of keep our heads bowed and eyes closed, I just want to put one more little call out there. It's not going to take heaps long. Don't worry. But maybe you're kind of in that category that I was talking about before where you haven't felt God's love for a while and you really want to feel Him tonight. Or maybe you feel God's love, but you don't feel like it's flowing through you freely to other people at the moment. And both of those things I feel like we can all use more of. And if you feel like that's you, would you just lift your hand as well? And I just want to pray for you too. Awesome. There's hands going up everywhere. Cool. Well, I'm going to pray. Lord, I thank you for your love. And I thank you that even when we don't feel it sometimes, that it's still there. And that you still love us no matter what we do or how far away we go. Or when we are faithless, you are faithful. And so, God, I just pray that tonight, as we talk around this topic of love and relationship, I pray that our relationship with you would become strong, that we would experience and encounter the love of Christ. And, Lord, that as we walk out these doors, that we would be able to be the ones that show it to other people as well, that we would have your love in our relationships, that we wouldn't just love people in order to get something from them, but we would love to give them the love of Jesus and the love of Christ. And, God, I thank you for the ability to do that. And I just pray that your love would be so real in this place tonight. Amen.